and this is Lizzie, and it's us again. Yay, Stargirl. We actually have news. We have actual footage that has been put on film, and it's now on the internet. Pretty great. It exists. We're not here talking about a show that we will never see. What a time to be alive. 2020, (laughs) which is when this show is coming to the CW. So there's that. The CW. God. What does it mean, Lizzie, if it's on the CW? What can we expect? I mean, I think that, I mean, people would say we can expect the show to be lighter but like I don't think it, it was ever going to be Titans anyway so uh-huh. uh, but I think that means more stability when was the last time the CW cancelled something that's, that's a great point that's, and if you look at their um, the official Twitter for Stargirl now reads Stargirl underscore CW so I feel like that means it's staying on the CW, right? Like, it's not just going to premiere on the CW and then move somewhere else, I don't think. Yeah, I think we're keeping the CW. I think this just became, like, the, a CW show and we should own it. Um, we never expected to be in a, in a position where we might be talking crossovers or the like, and then he, here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... That news happened, like, a month ago, so we're not too far behind on our reporting and speculation because we're professionals, you know? We're journalists. (laughs) We're here for the breaking news. I, like, I almost wish you could have seen our reaction when that happened because there was a lot of screaming and a lot of really in in the same conversation. (laughs) Maybe we can post a screen cap of that, like, group message that we were in about it, because... Yeah, we absolutely should. You, you, you'll you find that on our Twitter. We promise. Yeah. Uh, for me, when I think about CW stuff, I think about, like, teen drama, which I'm highly into. So if there's some of those vibes in this show, I will be satisfied. Like, it doesn't have to be to the extent of, like, Riverdale teen drama. But the fact that they're in high school, and we had talked about this before, there's bound to be some petty drama, which I live. Gimme. Yeah, I don't think we can, the show Stargirl can ever be Riverdale, because I don't think anything can ever be Riverdale. So (laughs) there's that. There's Uh, that. But... But yeah, I think superhero dramas are just that, dramas. Whoever wants to believe there's something else, like if it makes you feel better about watching a superhero show to believe it's just about the action, go right ahead. But mm-hmm. like, the, there's been more drama in Arrow than there's been in actual, like supposedly not superhero serious shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then The Flash, like it's like legitimately think about the flash is it about barry being a superhero or is it about barry's issues and his love life yeah i mean the flash is really the barry and iris show and i love it i like i i think the flash would be much worse off without iris doing what she is and she should they should probably give an even more screen time um honestly 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're like caught up on the final season, but there are yeah. some episodes that are Iris light. And I'm like, this was a mistake. Why? You have an actual like journalist character on your show. Why isn't she out like investigating in your show? I don't understand. She should be the the, the beginning of everything because she, all the cases should start with her. But no. I know. But no. yeah, that's just not where we are yet. Hopefully we'll get there. Hopefully Stargirl will get there. Yeah, and then we will get, I mean, we are not invested in superheroes because they have powers. That's in general. And like, we want to see their lives and we want to see what they like and what they dislike and that's sort of what makes yeah. us invest in the characters. The struggles. We yeah. always kind of want to see how they deal with their struggles and potentially we can get inspiration for how we deal with our own, especially in high school. <laughs> right. We've been there with the teenage yeah. struggles. Yeah. I think so. what's exciting also about the CW too is that they have so much money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, for prom- if nothing else, Stargirl will be seen. And like, I don't even mind that they tie it to the Arrowverse. That means more eyes on it. In fact, uh, we sh- we were talking about this off air before uh, we started recording, but they should. And hey, they filmed a while ago, so maybe they did bring her into crisis. Um, I know, just for like... Even for two seconds. A glimpse. Just to introduce her, yeah. Yeah. That, like, I just, even if it's just like clearly a clip of her from her own trailer, if she pops up in crisis... I will That'd be great. It doesn't even have to be her. It can just be the staff. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got it. You set it up and you made her part of this bigger world which hopefully will look more diverse, the Arrowverse, in a few years. There are more female-led shows coming up, and um, we still need a little bit of color in there, but yeah, yeah, step in the right direction, I guess. <laughs> We're trying. Are you caught up on Crisis? This is uh, kind of a sidebar. I, I mean... I am caught up on Crisis and that I watched the three episodes without being caught up in all the shows. But I figured, <laughs> who cares? Never should matter. Gonna no. catch up. <laughs> I just wanted to briefly talk about um, the burgeoning friendship between Supergirl and Batwoman. I'm a big fan of all of their scenes together. I think mm-hmm. they've been like, in, like putting Kate more into that world a little bit more and it's pretty well done I feel I think that was probably my favorite thing about the first three episodes right Uh, surprisingly so because I didn't see that coming Mm -hmm. it's just I don't think we've had enough female friendships and female interactions in the Arrowverse so yeah I think they should have made Iris and Felicity friends like I think they wasted um, an opportunity there well first of all they're They're just both so smart. I just want to be in the same room as them. Like, I don't even need to talk to them. I just want to listen to them talk about something and, like, solve some crime really quickly. You know why that wouldn't make a good show then? It's because they would solve all the problems too fast. And then we wouldn't have a 45-minute CW show. 
maybe maybe that's that's the reason yeah like they need to <laughs> let the man be in charge just to have the show just uh, but like uh, they yeah like barry and oliver are really good at that but they could at least have them like i don't know complaining to each other they didn't need to be the, in the same show there's a thing called technology like they could be messaging each other like Hey, Felicity, Barry did a dumb thing this week. Like, do you think Barry did a dumb thing? Let me yeah. tell you what Oliver did. <laughs> I want to because... see, like, that group chat with Iris and Felicity and, like, Kara. Like, if that technology works to get Kara in there, like, right. and they're just all talking about these dumb men in their lives. Oh. Yeah, Kara has a lot of stories about dumb men in her life. Can you imagine, like, the Monel season? Like, how much <laughs> she would have to talk about in a group thread? God, like, I have a lot to say here. And then James had his moments too. Like, Kara hasn't had a good guy. I mean, not saying good guys, like a good love interest or a good mm-hmm. storyline. And we're going to blame the writers on that one. Yeah, well, they kind of just, they used all of that up with the whole Monel character, which, like, in the moment, I was but, fine with, like, watching it. But now that that whole relationship is over, I'm just like, really? Yeah, like, I, that's what, where we're going to leave her love life, and now we're just going to move on? Like, I, I, I like the other characters having their love lives feature, don't get me wrong, but, like, Kara deserves love. I think they're just going to bring back Chris at some point later on. I honestly do. But, like, the thing that bothers me is that I liked it when it was happening, sort of, because I thought they were going somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. like if they needed to make the character grow. But then they, they did this thing where, like, between seasons, they're like, well, he grew off screen. I was like, no, yeah. bitch. That's not, yeah. No. He so, grew and got married. Yeah, they lost me really there. really cool. Yeah, they lost me there. So Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're hoping with Stargirl we get to see, like, the drama, but, like, the good kind of drama. Like, you're the CW. You should know there's good drama and bad drama because you've had mm-hmm. both dramas. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I hope out of the CW. And, like, maybe we, we are moving into a direction where we get more female-led content and, and smart female-led content. We don't know yeah. enough about the writers on Stargirl to know how many women there are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, what's what I think is interesting about the CW, not to like keep talking about the CW, but they have had like a slate of new female led shows because there's there's like the Katie Keene show too. Yeah. There's Nancy Drew, which is already on, which I haven't seen. I, so haven't I actually can't there. comment on it, but it's something that the CW has always been willing to like take risks on, which I appreciate for sure. So yeah, hopefully this will be like don't go Riverdale, but give us teen drama. Yeah, there's so many different flavors and layers of teen drama. They can find something that works for Star Girl. Hopefully, fingers uh- crossed. And do you do you like the look of the show so far? Because we had a teaser trailer, we have an actual like minute long trailer. What do you think about the like overall look of the show so far? 
um, I like the overall look of the show. Um, at the, I, 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 for a minute there, I, we were asking about her outfit, and I was gonna oh. have that, but let's let's <laughs> let's, let's see that, that for later. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I like the look of the show. I think it looks. I actually think it looks very CW. I mean, I know that's yeah. not like a word, but like uh, knowing like the branding has been CW everywhere. So. Uh-huh. Seeing the branding and then seeing the trailer was like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, like, oh, it fits. Yeah. I think it's a, like the colors are a little bit brighter Yeah. than like Arrow or like Batwoman because Batwoman's set in Gotham, which is already like really dark. So I do yeah. like how it's, a li- it's like a little bit brighter, but the trailer starts off in kind of like a darkness, like it's nighttime and stuff's going down with Starman but then it kind of like transitions once you see Courtney I think that's really cool because like you think of you know you think of Stargirl she's like blonde and like the bright blue color like she needed to have like an environment or like uh yeah I think that's what I mean I think she needed a background that suited her you know yeah and it doesn't look like silence either it's not that dark um and like i think if you're doing a teen show this needed to be lighter from the beginning not just lighter writing wise but visually yeah yeah i mean unless you're riverdale and you're starting with someone drowning in a river but that's special (laughs) but i think even riverdale is brighter visually the rest not so much that's Um, true they play with that so yeah that, that is a very cw you think um but um footage we have footage to discuss it's like Woo! there's not not even that much footage i mean don't get that no. excited it's like if you like take out the like appearance of the logo i think there's probably like 45 seconds of footage in the like entire minute yeah, video most of it is courtney the staff starman stepdad and that's mostly it yeah, when we were talking earlier before we started recording, we were talking about how there's a lot of like stepdad feels, which I'm pretty proud of us because we called that from the very yeah, beginning. <laughs> we did. We wanted it and we called it and we said that's probably the way they're going and sort of the way they had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even think they gave us um, a line there, like when she's like, I'm choosing you. Mm-hmm. Like, the staff chose me and I'm choosing you I like I will be shocked if that's like a first episode thing oh that's yeah the, that that feels like later in the season mm-hmm. yeah so, I think we're gonna see some um confrontation and struggle between her and her stepdad which we've talked about before how that seems to be like a really good driving force for a first season yeah I agree and it's not a long per season either. It's short. It's 13 episodes, right? I think so, yeah. That it was conceived for a streaming platform. I know. I wonder yeah. if they had to change anything once they like made that announcement or it I'm just think- Yeah, I'm thinking they might need to cut like not all the episodes of the shows on DC Universe are the 45, 40 so minutes that you need for TV. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because I haven't been watching a lot of the DC Universe stuff. I know, I- don't come at me. I just don't have time. <laughs> No, no, we don't have time. I've mostly been watching Titans, and some of those episodes are longer, so they mm-hmm. might need to cut the episodes. Ooh. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, they might need to cut them more. Yeah. That might explain why we're not getting more now, if they still have to do some some things in regards to that, and they probably do, yeah. because the episodes are airing exactly the same on the CW. Right, yeah, because... What I heard, and I don't know if this has been verified, but it's going to air simultaneously, like on DC Universe and the CW, like yeah. the whole first season. Yeah, I think what That's they said was they were going to get it on DC Universe, I think the day before, and then it airs on the CW. Um, that seemed to be the plan. I don't know if that changed, and mm-hmm. everything we say on this show. Um, changes, but we end up looking <laughs> like we don't know, but it's just, they've changed the plan 20 million times on us. Right. Um, so we apologize for that, but we can't, like, we don't control what happens, or you would have seen the show before, for better or worse. Right. And it's, they're, so they're saying spring 2020. Yeah. Which, what does that mean to you? Because for me, I start thinking about spring in, like, March. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it feels weird that if it's going to be spring, they have not given us a premiere date yet. Although, do we have a... Are there premiere dates for other spring shows? Like, is there a premiere date for The 100? I think there is. Oh, I don't know. If there's a premiere date... Yeah, if there's a premiere date for The 100 and then we don't have one for Stargirl, eh, that, that worries me. Yes, because the hundred is um, coming in spring. Hmm. So don't so just like don't just. I just want to know. I, what, I just because you know, like just speaking from a purely selfish standpoint, is that you and I will be able to plan how to get these episodes out more regularly. Yeah, once we well, have an actual date to work with, it's kind of like wedding planning. Like once yeah. you have a date, everything else kinds of fall in place <laughs> as far as yeah. your planning. Yeah, That's no, what we need. We don't have a premiere date for the hundred. So I'm gonna assume that whenever they announce a premiere date for the hundred, which is technically a spring show, mm-hmm. they will give us the premiere date for Star Girl. I assume it will come after whichever show ends first. Um, mm. So I don't think it might it might be April. Yeah, like uh, shows that do mid season premieres, do they usually premiere in April? No, they. But the the CW has kept uh, the hundred, and last year I think it, it kept I Zombie mm-hmm. um, up till late, and they premiered like April. Oh, okay. That then yeah, maybe year. we are looking at April. That, so that's what I'm thinking. I don't know of the shows the CW has, which of them has a short order and might end, or like might end sort of early. So that might be the case. Because if mm. not, we're still looking into May, and then spring starts to sound weird if you're pushing it into June or July. Yeah, that's summer. 
Yeah, it's like we'll, we'll <laughs> give you like a crash course on the seasons. <laughs> Let's go back to when we were five and we learned yeah. our colors and our numbers and our seasons. Yeah, CW. So, so let's let's say <laughs> May at the latest, but we're thinking April. Hopefully, yeah. knock on wood. That puts us in the middle ish of spring. That's like April is pure spring. Yeah. So, and if that's the CW's history, I think that is what we're looking at. And we're in January as of this recording. So that's God four months still. Yeah. Right. Like we started talking about this show like what ten years ago? It feels like I think fifteen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure we've known each other forever, and we've been talking about nothing forever. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we knew each other in high school, which is why we're bonding so much over this content. And I, we promise at some point there will be actual analysis of things that are happening and not us like saying ch- silly stuff. I, we, I promise. I there mean, will be, like, in depth analysis of there's actual episodes. Gonna, there's going to be some silly stuff, though. I just oh, I yeah. can't help myself. No, no, yeah. That's just us. People that have been us. listening to us, they, they probably already know. And they'll get used to it, I hope, because <laughs> I don't think we're changing in that. Well, but I mean, for now, we can talk a little bit more about the trailer, I guess. So we talked about how it's basically going to be like 45 seconds. It starts with the what looks to be the death of Starman, but it's yeah. not like 100%. I mean, I think it has to be because, I mean, I don't. Because we're not going to have a star girl while he's around. Yeah, and he does make a point of saying someone must carry the torch, right? So if he's going to have that line of dialogue, it's obviously going to pass on and you can't really have you're right you can't really have both of these people on the flip side though Joel McHale does have a lot of like the star, star, star power man, star girls like the, yeah. just in Hollywood like people there are a lot of people who love Joel McHale so maybe they'll utilize him more in like the flashbacks versus him still being alive in Courtney's time I mean, I think he did. I'm sorry if you're a big <laughs> fan. I'm not a huge Joel fan, so I'm not like gonna mourn. But yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him in flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. I I think that would explain a lot. Like, I mean, you sort of have to explain how her stepdad got involved in this anyway. Mm-hmm. And for that, you need flashbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Another thing that happens in the trailer is you see the whole family. Yeah, like a little glimpse. You yeah, don't like, see of, of high school, but you see the family. Yeah. So you see her brother, you see her mom, played by Amy Smart, her and mom. she talks about, like, oh, it's going to be, like, difficult right now for you, basically, which is a huge thing in the comics, too, that stress and how, like, Courtney yeah. has to deal with the transition of moving and the transition of like 
living with her stepdad and all that. Which is kind of normal teenage stuff. I mean, it would yeah. be difficult for any teenage girl, power or no powers. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like that. Um, we didn't see enough in the trailer about the high school and the other characters um, in high school, like her friends or mm-hmm. maybe enemies or whatever nemesis um we didn't see enough of that um i i'm hoping we get another trailer sometime soon that maybe sheds more light on that about like her first day of school that'd be an interesting trailer that that there's so much of the teenage experience at school well we kind of saw uh, in the teaser that was released before the full trailer with the shot of the the youths, <laughs> for lack oh, of a yeah. better word, right? Because it's like the yeah, pen yeah. of their feet, and they seem to be in front yeah, of lockers, that's right. right? So that had like a very squad goals kind of feel, but then they didn't really uh-huh. talk or do anything. So hopefully we uh, get more of who they are. God, I hope so. I, I just hope for female team-ups and like yeah I I don't I I want drama don't get me wrong but I hope it doesn't become something about romance drama in season one and then just like no I want girl power I want spots I want Courtney's relationship with her stepdad yeah I want that's what I want of season one yeah none of the stereotypical like oh we have a female character therefore we need to have this type of drama I don't I'm not down for that I'm not down for like catty girls like let's just there's enough yeah and we don't need a love interest I mean you could have a love interest we don't leave a love triangle or shit like that no Mm -hmm. like please we still don't know who um we don't know who anyone yeah yeah uh Jake Jake Austin Walker right is that his name yeah that who is he playing still? We still don't know. Uh, no, we don't know who. Right? We don't know who most of the people who their cast are mm-hmm. playing. We know we who don't... the bad guys are, basically. And that's so interesting. Because normally we get more interested in the villains. And like we like want to speculate on villains. But they're doing like the opposite. Which is still so weird to me. Yeah, because we have characters or we have actors who are listed as the main characters and we don't know who they're playing um Mm. a bunch of them and we know we sort of know more about the recurring characters um and now that i'm checking joel mckell is listed as recurring so Mm. he is probably gonna be in many flashbacks and then we know who's playing like most of the adult kind of like um not just Luke Wilson, but uh, who's playing Ted Grant and who's playing yeah. Owlman. And playing, yeah. We know that, but Which we don't are, know yeah. we don't know who some of the younger actors um, who are listed as main characters are playing. So we're here like... Right. And even characters who are going to be around for like half of the season, like our friend of the podcast, Stella Smith, is listed for six episodes. We still don't yeah. have her character name. We don't. So weird. It is. And I don't, I mean, I want to think this is part of a plan, but I don't know. 
Just give us information here. They will hype you up. We I just know. need to know how to hype we you up. We are so good at hyping. Yes. Gosh. Just throw us a bone. Not asking for that much. Throw us a cosmic staff, please. Yes. Because that thing, can we talk about how we like see the staff in action? Ooh, can we just I... talk about that for a second? Because we can. it the sound it makes is so cute. That's that's what I wrote down when I was like doing like my own version of a trailer back to breakdown. I wrote, it's so cute. It is. It like is. the and little it's... noises it makes. It's like it's like cute little like I don't know, like fairy robot noises. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. It's like somewhere between yeah, like you said, a fairy and BB eight. Yeah, right? I love it. I'm so excited. Like, it's so weird that I'm getting so excited about a staff, but that was, like, one of my biggest takeaways from watching the trailer was, yay, staff! Yeah, I think that that could be a a cool thing. Like, if they can make even the staff be something that we want to, like, go out and buy, Mm -hmm. that'll be good for Stargirl in general. Because I'm going to be honest, I think it looks better than I expected, but I'm not gonna go out like and dress up like her. I just I don't no. I don't like the pants. The shorts. The shorts are so they're so unfortunate. Yes. And just just give her pants. You know, just even the like a high waisted pant would look yeah. so much better than high waisted shorts. But I'm an old like that's just. No, no I that's agree. Just my opinion. It, it, it's like. I know they're trying to keep it like comic book accurate, but like, just—I mean, for the first episodes and then you give her pants. You changed Supergirl's costume. It took way That's too true. long. Yeah, you did change Supergirl's costume, and it does look costume, good. So, I'm gonna like, give her that. Yes, I'm, I much like much prefer Kara in pants than in that skirt. I'm sorry for when who made it, uh, but yeah, no. Maybe they need, they like felt like they needed to keep the shorts to focus in on like the belt because the belt is pretty important and it's something that they would want to like emphasize. Like I'm trying to envision how the belt will look like with pants. It does seem kind of overwhelming, but I don't know. I mean, at least they're pants and not a skirt. Oh, that's true. That'd be awful. (laughs) Can you imagine her jumping around in a skirt and no. doing like, so? I mean, uh, at least they're pants. Like, I'll give them that. And yeah, at least they always worn pants in the comics. Those horrible shorts. But still, like, she's a teenage girl. Like, if she at least doesn't make a quip about how ugly it is, I'll be disappointed. I Yes, definitely. And I am hoping for a costume change down the line like that's the fun thing about adapting comic book stuff is that you can always play with the look as long as you have like the symbology of it intact why not play with it you don't have to be comics accurate at least our opinion of this podcast is you don't have to be comics accurate about everything because that doesn't make it fun yeah yeah we will take a costume change and we won't complain about it no so yeah um i in general like the trailer like did you like it like did it make you more excited for what's coming 
It did. And I really liked how she went out of her way to correct her dad. Like, it's star girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I, it felt silly because I was watching that, that moment. I was like, but why are you saying star man? Like, can't you see she's a girl? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. But yeah, it was to give her a moment to, to correct him. And th- that felt good. So. Yeah, like kind of establishing her place in this universe, yeah. which I think is going to be like the purpose of the first season is establishing her place in this DC universe and this CW universe. Like now, now this show has to do double duty, kind yeah. of, right? Because it has to connect to all the DC stuff, but like connect to it being a CW show too. Yeah, I wonder... <laughs> And something we haven't discussed is I wonder if this is going to have to connect to the Arrowverse stuff and also to like Titans and that. Like if if it's possible to connect to both. Oh, man. That will be a task. That would be a task. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to bring it in, but I Mm -hmm. guess depending on what they're doing, there could be mentions to both. Yeah. I'm interested and you'll have to tell me when they make references to the other DC Universe stuff. The only DC Universe thing I'm kind of caught up on is the Harley Quinn animated show. But it would be super interesting because if she's connected, it would bring the Titans into the Arrowverse. Yeah. That'd be so cool. It would be. I mean, you don't have to bring, like, I know they've said they were never going to do Batman in the Arrowverse, but you can do Nightwing. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 That's... yeah after watching this trailer i i am pretty excited for it i just hate the wait still it's just a I... lot of it's been a lot of waiting for us yeah we've we waited for so long in fact we waited enough that i wanted to bring up a certain tweet that um when we both saw it we were like oh. uh, we were like i mean we're two women of color in this podcast, I don't think we can end the podcast without bringing it up because we we talked about it when it yeah. came out and there was a cringe face in both of our... We were both like, <laughs> no, why? No, why? Uh, okay, I don't have the tweet, like, set up right now. Do you, like, do you have it somewhere? Um... I believe I have it in the conversation with you. Oh, uh, I would say yes. Yeah, because I don't remember what the. Oh, the she date deleted it. Was. it obviously, <gasps> it was no. Yeah. Now that I click, click on it, it's not there. I don't know if I took a screenshot, but someone probably did. Um, but it was old. Let me see. Let me okay? see. Okay. Oh, she did delete it. She okay. deleted it. Which. Honestly, that actually speaks well of her. Um, And and I want to say here, like, if you're listening, we are not here to criticize someone and bring them down. We are here with, like, if she, we want people to grow and learn about what they're doing. And, like, it's not like you did, you made a mistake and that's the end and we're never gonna. But I, I think we believe that there are some things we had to mention because, um, I mean, we're women of color. It's just... Yeah, so, and it was a tweet that was kind of making its way because I don't know how you got to it, but I feel like it was kind of, it was an so, older tweet of Brex. Someone sent it to me. Literally, someone, knowing I was doing this podcast, sent this tweet to me and said, 
cringe. And I was like, oh my God, because now we have to bring it up. Right, because it's kind of, it's newsworthy. Yeah. Basically, Um, so to backtrack, I remember you sending me this link to a tweet of Breck, who plays Courtney slash Stargirl. And from what I remember, it was her in front of the Donald Trump star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, it was an old tweet. Um, It was from, I think, right before the inauguration. So you could say before most of Trump's policies, it's just that Trump, in my opinion, was being racist. From the beginning. From the beginning, from the moment he stepped down the escalator and called Mexicans racist and, like, bad hombres. So so it's like, it's a bad look. Yeah, the whole campaign, if you were on board during his campaign as well and supporting him, he showed his colors from the very beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I honestly think that sometimes young people, and she's young, don't really know. It could be more funny, haha. Look, I'm like the pres- the new president has a star, and I'm just going to take a picture and tweet it at him. But yeah. When his policies start affecting so many people, it sort of stops being funny, haha. And like, if you're gonna head a show, mm-hmm. um, you should like. There are some things, and like, if she deleted it, I don't think she made any comment about that. And I would have expected at least an acknowledgement of, "Hey, I did this. Maybe I didn't know what it meant, or maybe mm-hmm. now I get it." And I, I think that would have been a good thing to do. And that's not what happened. Right. She just deleted it. Yes. So, yeah, let me look at her. I'm looking at her Twitter right now, and she I can't see that she said anything at all about it uh, from when it started making the rounds, which was like a month ago or maybe mm-hmm. three weeks ago. She, she hasn't said anything else um, about it. And um, I don't think things like that go away if you ignore them. Um, but mm-hmm. I think people are very willing to cut you some slack if you face it head on. Yeah, and it could very well be. I mean, there are uh, Hollywood in general is more of a progressive, liberally minded industry. But there are, of course, exceptions to that. There are notable actors who do align themselves with conservative politicians and which means they align themselves with conservative policies as well. And for me, the problem lies in when those politicians espouse hatred and when their policies harm populations of minorities. Yeah. And then when you're seen to support that, even if you don't, I think the smart thing to do is just say, hey, I don't support this. Um, this happened for so-and-so reason. Let's move on. I'm not that person. Like, at least an explanation right. would have been good. Yeah, I don't know what's worse. If she would have just, like, left it and not said anything. Or the fact that now she has deleted it and has not said anything. And not said anything, yeah. Either and- way, it is kind of like... I wish you could just say something. Right. Right. Yeah. And I know she's just like, and people go like, oh, but she's a kid. But she's 20. 
I mean, which is young, but not like a kid. Um, so, and yeah, maybe four years ago uh, when she posted that she was a kid. But mm-hmm. that, that still doesn't make that adult you doesn't have to take responsibility. Right. Yes. So, so again, yeah. like, we're not trying to be, we're not trying to pile on, of no. course, on our star of, the show that we're going to be analyzing for at least an entire season but I think it's always good to be critical of the content you're consuming and part of that is the actors on the show I agree and we yeah we just want the people we're spending so much time watching and analyzing as you say to be better so we just have to bring it up um, as we sort of come back and end this podcast and sort of talk about all that happened while we were waiting for things to happen and we just felt like this had to be discussed yeah yeah uh what's some like happy news or observations we can end with because i feel like (laughs) yes let's not end on a bad moment a moment of positivity um i think all of our moments of good are come from the trailer um i think if you look at the trailer there is a hope that maybe the future of superheroes looks more diverse and Mm -hmm. um i just in general want to stay with that moment in the trailer where she is finally seen in full costume with the staff yeah and she does like a flip or something yeah yeah. yeah. And it that feels was... yeah, it feels like finally because we've all been waiting for too long. So yeah. finally. It does feel really good. It really does to just I don't know, she already seems like her character could be so powerful and the fact that she is younger because Kara is what at least in her mid-20s on the show, right? Uh, yeah, she already is, is out of college and has a yeah. job, at least, yeah. And Kate is probably in her 30s, early 30s, late 20s. Yeah, I, I perhaps. Think so. Yeah, so not like teenage these, girls. These, yeah, these heroes are older, and it's like, I feel like it's more rare to have a focus on a teenage girl superhero because teenage girls always come with a lot of stereotypes and baggage in our pop culture. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll give Courtney and I'll give Breck credit for like stepping up. Yeah. For this. I, I agree. And we will be here for the good and the bad of Stargirl for the foreseeable future um it seems to us that with the cw news that future might be longer than it might have been without it but we will see we will be here to analyze that um and i think that's sort of it for this podcast as we return um you can visit stargirlpodcast.com for all the latest news about the stargirl show and follow us on facebook and twitter at stargirl podcast as well uh, you can subscribe to Stargirl Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and soon on Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, please hit us up with some five-star reviews. Yes, five stars only. Yes. Yay. 
Uh, don't forget that we're also a part of the DC TV podcast network, which includes podcasts for Arrow, The Flash, Gotham, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, Black Lightning, classic DC TV shows, Krypton, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Swamp Thing. There are just so many for you to check out. You can follow the network on social media at DC TV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And last, please subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts. And-